0: Good
1: morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike. Spending more time on his back than Kamala Harris-Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom.
2: Hey everybody, is my, is my volume okay?
1: Uh, uh, a little bit louder would be cool.
2: Okay. I don't know how to do that. Neat. With a mic.
1: I got you on this side.
2: Okay, good, because I'm <laughs> I got I, I could do quieter. I, I'm not sure I can do louder.
1: I, I got you here. Don't don't you Okay, cool. Don't you worry about it.
2: I'm not I, I wasn't <laughs> worried about it, but thank you. Hey everybody, how are you doing?
1: Excellent. Um yeah. So uh first and foremost. Allow me to thank Grassroots Cava House for the cava that I drink on this and every episode of The Muddied Waters of Freedom.
2: And allow me to, oh, I don't have any, I don't have any water. Will allow, allow me to thank Aldi for these <laughs> delicious strawberries and blackberries <laughs> that I'll be eating in lieu of water on this particular episode of The Muddied Waters of Freedom. Bula Vinaka. Bula Vinaka.
1: Uh so uh we we took a we took a week off. Um we did. We did. Uh we took a week off. Uh it was it was I, I had completed another cycle around the sun. And uh you had your marriage had completed another cycle around the sun.
2: <laughs> another cycle <laughs> of marriage. Yeah, so two things happened. One, uh you we had our respective anniversaries, your your birthday. And my uh, and my uh, uh, my uh, wedding anniversary, and then the other thing that happened was uh, moments after I finished my episode on the twenty first, twenty first was that the Wednesday anyway. My last episode two Wednesdays ago, um, with uh, with uh, Joshua Joshu Bear Smith and uh, James Michael Smith, um, I got up to go and cook some uh, some food. And I bent down to pick up something, and experienced the most excruciating pain I've ever had in my life. Uh, I thought I had broken something, and I had to. I was lying on the floor for two days and could barely even move my legs, and was in very, very excruciating pain. Couldn't roll on my side. Couldn't really do anything. Uh, I'm still not at 100%, but uh, I uh, I can I can't really sit in a chair right now, which is why uh, if you were wondering why I was uh, lying in repose here. Um, it's not because of the fact that this is actually a really good look for me, which it is. I've discovered that right now. Um, uh, but it, I, I may change the format of my show as a result, but <laughs> uh, the, the, the reason is because uh, I can't sit up for more than like, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, and uh, I can stand for about roughly the same thing um, so I'm just not, uh, ready to do my show yet. So I won't be having a show tomorrow, but, uh, I will be here cause Matt can do everything and I can just lay, uh, lay on the couch. That's
1: right. And so tomorrow I'm going in for surgery. Uh, I got surgery at like 7am. Uh, oh,
2: that's, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, they're, and I gotta, they're putting me under. So, you know, being recovering addict and all that, it's been a while since I've been any kind of <laughs> inebriated, uh, other than drinking cava, And, uh, right. So, uh, tomorrow I'm being put under and I have a show Thursday with, uh, Sarah Andereg, uh, a good friend of mine, another podcaster, uh, blogger, uh, just all around fantastic human being. Um, and I am going to be loopy. Like I, I know that I'm going to have some residual, and it's going to be...
2: I would imagine so.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be just...
2: It's going to be Must a good see time. TV. Oh,
1: yeah, it's going to be a great time. Uh, it's going to be a great time for everybody involved, except for probably me, <laughs> who I will... I, it, it'll probably be the best show I ever do, which will only convince me that doing drugs is the right thing. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sobriety. We keep trying to figure out what isn't... You know, breaking why we why we aren't quite breaking into the next level of popularity for our shows. We're we're getting we're getting there faster. You know, we're 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 becoming slowly more popular, but we're not really breaking through. And it's because we're sober. Yeah, it's because we're sober. Clearly,
1: uh, Irish of Idaho. So we'll see how that goes. Irish of Idaho is wishing you chiropractor powers.
2: Uh, thank you, and I'm I'm now approved to see. Well, once I have my uh, thank you, Irish of Idaho. Um, Once my uh, MRI comes back confirming that I don't have an actual like spinal injury, uh, I will be going to my chiropractor. I usually go once a week. I'll be going like every day, I think, pretty much.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Dave Hunter from from the tube of you uh, wished us belated happy belated anniversaries and birthdays. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Dave Hunter for constantly watching our show on YouTube and making us have a reason to
2: put it there. Um. By the way, guys, much better quality on YouTube. Yeah. Dave
1: Dave Hunter has it figured
2: out. David Hunter is ahead of, you know, everyone else is living in 2019. Dave Hunter is living in thirty nineteen, right? Because he's on YouTube, uh, which is way better quality than uh, Facebook or Periscope. Uh, we're glad to have you on either, but okay. uh, definitely join us over on YouTube where the quality's better. And if if enough of you watch, we actually make money. Right. Um, not for nothing.
1: And you know that's only until they watch one of our shows and go, "Oh no, we're we're pulling this." <laughs> we <get laughs> we <supported. laughs> We're not we're not monetizing this for them.
2: Yeah, no, definitely not. When I saw that, uh, um, who was it? Someone had posted a a video, uh. And it got demonetized because it had a gun in it. And I'm like, man, I really hope they don't watch our show.
1: Steven Crowder uh, from Louder with Crowder. uh, Steven Crowder did a video where literally all he did was read the Green New Deal word for word. Didn't editorialize, didn't do any. He just read the Green New Deal and they demonetized it because it was Steven Crowder reading the Green New Deal.
2: That's I mean, I agree that it's that offensive, but I'm not sure I would have demonetized <laughs> him for it before But it's an offense. it's hey, look, it's an offensive document. It is. This is a really good angle for me. it is a I really look, good angle for you. I look like I'm in my twenties again. This is a really good You this
1: you, is, you you could be in your twenties.
2: I feel like I'm in my twenties, but it's because I'm lying down. I'm not having to like if I'm standing, I'm clearly Having to use any muscles, it's very evident that I'm well into my thirties and approaching my forties. Right. I know I'm dating myself, but, uh, laying down, it's like, man, I'm a kid. So, so the- you're going to have to guide this show by the way, cause I can't, I can either be on this or right. I can look at our show notes. I can't do both.
1: Right. I know that, that this is going to be the fun part for all of this. Cause I'm not, I'm not <laughs> used to doing
2: this anymore. It's. It's all right, new. right,
1: right. It's been a while since I've had to do everything on the show.
2: <laughs> I know this is a throwback, right? Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so we missed last week uh and we're sorry, but you know, we have lives also. You know, things happen to us. Uh, but live
2: finds, yeah.
1: But um so a lot of stuff happened. We we actually had a huge show that was going to happen last week, but then we ended up canceling it last minute cuz <laughs> It was going to be, yeah, it was going to be huge. Episode 97, the big one. Um, I don't know if that's what we're going to call it, but uh, it, was going to, it was going to be a great episode. A lot of stuff happened the week before, and then we decided to cancel the show. So real quick, uh, right before, uh, right before we, uh, the week before we uh, decided to cancel the show, the Mueller report came out. And like we have. been OK, so this show literally is as old as the Mueller report.
2: Right. Uh,
1: the, the Mueller investigation has pretty much been going on since this show has been in existence. Uh, at one point uh, with the original with the original co-host, we joked that we were going to rename the show. Hashtag Russia and fake news. Because that was all we talked about. And it was all about the Mueller report, and it was all about uh, fake news, and what was being reported was real, and whatever. Um, right. So, after two years plus, the Mueller report comes out, and right. and Irish the Spud Boy switched over from Twitter. <laughs>
2: Thank you for joining us, thank, Dave, and Irish the Spud Boy. Thank,
1: thank you, Irish the Spud Boy. Uh, and as always, David Hunter. Um, and
2: as always, David Hunter. Thank you.
1: He says he doesn't get the truthiness over here. Uh, but um, So the Mueller report finally comes out, and like we have been saying from day one, yeah. there is no Russia collusion. Yeah. And that is what the the Mueller report has said. So again, we we've, we've been right.
2: Oh, listen, guys. So we and we've talked about this a lot. We have never not been right. We have nailed every prediction we've made, and for that reason, our predictions are somewhat sparing. But we but we I mean we well no that's not so. I mean we we. uh, I think we thought that the Republicans would retain control of the house. That's the one thing we've gotten wrong.
1: Yep. That is the, and one we thought, thing. It,
2: yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we are the vast majority of the time we are correct. Um, and way before everyone else, we were calling elections and going to bed while everyone else was talking about recounts for weeks. And cool. we're like, we know who won.
1: Yep. We already know who It's won. already over. It's done. We called it.
2: Yeah. I couldn't say their first names correctly. But I, I, I mean, I, I, I got the the last, you know, Rick DeSantis and yeah. uh, and uh, and uh, Steve Kemp, um, winning their respective gubernatorial races in uh, Florida and and uh, Georgia. Um, but I, I, but I, I knew they won. I knew they won. Yeah. I should know what their name was. Um, but uh, yeah. And so I mean, we've been nailing it. We nailed it with this. We said, you know, if there was if there was collusion with Russia we would have already known because it would have gotten leaked with all of the leaking that was happening with that report. There wasn't a shot in hell that they were finding out that they had reason to believe that there was collusion and that that wasn't going to go get leaked to anyone. Right. Um, you know, the obstruction thing. So the, the, the report or rather the, the bar the summary of Mueller's report by Attorney General David Barr. Nope. It says that there was no evidence of collusion or no reason to believe there was collusion. It didn't. I forget the exact wording, but it basically you, said that. The, you
1: still have trouble with the first names. Why would I say? You said David.
2: Who's David? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember saying David. You
1: said David Barr.
2: <laughs> David Barr. You know, David Barr. Yeah. No. It's... Attorney General.
1: I I I What was I just looked it up because I was like, I want to make
2: sure that I get it right. But it's William. <laughs> William Barr. You know, David Barr. David Barr. Right. Um, I don't even know where David – Oh, David Barr used to uh, wash our cars. Anyway. Uh, uh, it's good to see I've that he's – Yeah,
1: he's got great employment now.
2: He does. Yeah, if you want to get your car washed, uh, definitely go to someone else. He was terrible. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he uh, – so, so William Barr – Uh, So the report says that there was no evidence of collusion and that, uh, but I guess Mueller didn't want to make a traditional prosecutorial judgment as to whether or not he obstructed justice. I guess Barr decided he didn't. And uh, he said that the report didn't exonerate him, but it also didn't find him guilty. And that's not.
1: It said that um, the report does not conclude that the president committed a crime while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime. It, Also, does not exonerate him, which right that that sentence that one sentence has absolutely started this wildfire of every single pundit (laughs) of mainstream media on the left, like not Fox News, obviously, but like pretty much anybody else.
2: Oh no, Fox has declared victory. It's over. Yeah, Trump's been reelected already. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're they're playing Queen over at Fox. <laughs> they're they're, right, they're right, getting right. white boy wasted over at Fox, screaming, "We are the champions!" at the top of their lungs. Um, but everybody else is saying, "This is not the end, just the beginning." Right. Everybody is saying, it, "You know, this is not the right. end, just the beginning. This is not the end, just the beginning. This is the beginning. This is not the like everybody is not is the
2: end. It. It's the beginning."
1: Right. Uh, Because the Mueller report was supposed to be it. That was supposed to be the end. And then it comes out and because of this one sentence, this one sentence in which Bill Barr, Billy, Billy Barr said. Oh,
2: Billy David Barr.
1: That the Mueller report, it also does not exonerate him. Now everybody wants to read the Mueller report, the 350 plus page Mueller report.
2: Mueller report, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, there's this conspiracy theory that the real report says that he did it, or that, you know, there's, you know, a lot of reason to think he did it, but just no proof. And that that's why, you know, Barr has just released this, you know, four page summary or whatever, more than likely, we're going to end up seeing the report. I have a feeling. And again, I'm an anarchist, I don't really have any faith in the government, but I I do have faith in human nature. And I, I don't I don't believe that the attorney general is going to intentionally, like, misrepresent what's in the report if for no other reason that it's so easy to leak the report. So many people have access to the report and could leak it. And, and, and you know, the idea that, like, oh, we're going to just pretend it says that he didn't do anything, but it really says that he did. That's not how that works. And that's not that's it's, it's going to be too easy to get caught lying with that. I think the report, the summary is going to end up, if and whenever the, the actual report gets released or leaked or whatever, I think that it's going to show that it was pretty much a summary of what the report said. Right. I we- think there may be some stuff in the report that's less than savory for Trump, but does anyone for a second, th- I mean, we've been experiencing three years of news that is less than savory for Trump, some of it from his own mouth. So, I I mean, at this point, you know, there's not there's not going to be anything in that that's like, oh, my gosh, Trump's Trump's a jerk. Like, I mean, you know, everyone like like this, this is already baked into the cake at this point. So I don't think there's anything in there. I think the whole reason why it said so. From what I've read, the whole obstruction of justice thing, in order to have obstructed justice, you have to have shown usually that you had criminal intent. Well, if there's not proof that you did anything illegal, then it's going to be hard to say you obstructed justice because you weren't, there, there apparently wasn't anything to hide. Right. So I, I have a feeling that it's that, like, for example, Trump didn't want to cooperate with the uh, interview. He didn't want to be interviewed um, by direct, he didn't, he didn't want to directly sit down and be um, interrogated by or interviewed by, uh, Mueller and a few other things I think he was probably difficult and obviously the fact that he was tweeting about how much of a jerk you know uh Mueller was every uh every couple of weeks or whatever and then witch hunt and all of that stuff I think that's what he means by saying he can't say whether he obstructed justice or not because it wasn't like he was a really uh eager participant but if he didn't do anything illegal then that just means he's a dick it doesn't mean that he like <laughs> Like, it doesn't mean that he actually, it's like, it's like if someone, if like a cop comes to my house and says, yeah, we're investigating something, and I'm like, screw you, I don't care, and I, I, you know, go get a warrant, and I slam the door on him, but I didn't do anything wrong or illegal, then that's not obstruction of justice, that's just me being a jerk to a cop, right which is advisable.
1: Let no. me
2: rephrase that, it's not advisable. It's, an, it's a good thing. I wouldn't necessarily advise it, but it's a moral act.
1: Not only that, but it is also protected by the Second Amendment. Or by the First Amendment, according to the... Oh, sometimes <laughs>
2: by the Second so, Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the reason that the First Amendment is protected is by the Second. So...
2: By the second. I, I'm standing by my statement. If they don't have a warrant and they still come in, now it's protected by the Second Amendment. Right. We're not going to talk about it. Um, um, right, yeah. No, not great. People range. get mad when you say that.
1: Right, Um. but... Yeah, so I mean, like the Supreme Court recently recently ruled that it is uh, protected by the First Amendment, that you can give the cop the finger. Yeah, you can
2: flip a cop off. You can
1: flip a cop off. Uh, So, you know, flip off a cop. Uh,
2: (laughs) See how that goes for you.
1: See how that goes for you. I'm
2: sure they'll, sure they'll just give you a warning then.
1: Yeah. Remind them that it's protected under the First Amendment, uh, thanks to the Supreme Court justices that were put in place by the president that the cops probably voted for. Uh...
2: Hey, you know what? Oh, but the Supreme Court. Oh, well, guess what the Supreme Court just said, officer? It's a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, You didn't want to vote for Hillary, which I don't blame you, but uh, interesting thing happened a few weeks ago. Let me tell you all about it. Let me
1: tell you all about it.
2: Let me tell you all about it. But yeah, so that it's it I I was so like literally when I was laying there on the floor, one of my besides will I ever be able to walk again and and ow. Those were my two most <laughs> prominent thoughts. My third thought after ow, and I hope I can walk again, uh, is I can't believe, or no, I have to get better because. Literally, the the reason this... I mean, not the reason, but something that's been going on the entire time this show's been on has come to a conclusion. It's like the biggest news week in months. We have to have an episode. And then... And then... The next thing that happened... I don't even need the show notes. The next thing that happens, that was equally big is... Speaking of obstruction of justice... I'll do a segue. Um, Jussie Smollett...
1: Okay, got it.
2: (laughs) I didn't know if you knew where I was going with that. I didn't. Jesse Smollett last week had all of his charges. He had sixteen charges against him from uh, Chicago Police Department for filing false police reports and obstruction of justice and all sorts of stuff. Um, The prosecutor, Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Good old Kim Fox. I didn't say Jamie Fox, so I'm I'm doing well. Um, Kim Fox uh, decided to drop all of the charges against him, um, and 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 his attorney immediately turned around and said he's been fully exonerated. And then they interviewed the prosecutors, and they were like, "No, he still did it. Uh, we just dropped it because he's been such a a pillar in the community, and he's letting us keep the ten thousand dollar bond for his bail."
1: Now. I like when when all of this was happening, right? I rumors flying everywhere, so so much so that it was like impossible to keep up with uh, the the amount of rumors that were going around. Um, I heard that, and I don't know if any of these are true because I there were just so many. I I didn't look into them, Uh, and the the Mueller report came out, so that was really just the more important news story. Right,
2: right, of course, of course.
1: But I read that. one of Michelle Obama's aides—that's with an E—not um, <laughs> just just so you know—that's uh, with an E. Uh, that's the one. Just the one. Uh, one one of Michelle Obama's aides um, had talked to Kim Fox and made and cut a deal. Um, had cut a deal for him uh, f- through the Obamas. One of the rumors I've heard. Uh, I also heard that the police union is suing Jussie for the money that it costs them to do their investigation.
2: No, I think it's, so I think it's the city of Chicago. Okay. Has sent a, him a bill.
1: Okay. Is that what it was? Okay. Like, yeah. You know,
2: they said, this is, you cost this. Um, because guys, um, I for one will not rest. Until we find the racist white MAGA hat wearing gentleman who were in the south side of Chicago at two in the morning during a polar vortex storm and were racist and uh, homophobic and also knew an actor, a gay black actor from a very popular black show Somehow, even though he was wearing winter clothing, because again it was like negative forty degrees out, or some ridiculous thing. At
1: two a.m. Um, at a subway. At
2: two a.m. in subway, it was still a subway with a snowstorm.
1: Subway, the restaurant, also, not like the L. Just to,
2: yeah, just yeah. to clarify. Yeah, and that they uh, they uh, also had a, uh, a a noose and bleach that they were waiting to commit hate crimes against gay black people and. Then they they beat him up, but only a little bit, and and they 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 put a noose around his neck, but only just they just put it there. They didn't kill him or hang him, and they put bleach on, him, but only just they just splashed him a bit, and then uh, and then and then they ran off. Probably the, a lot into, like into, his
1: date the night before. Whew, <laughs>
2: whew. Speaking of aids, um, hey, now we're definitely gonna get demonetized. AIDS but uh, but. So I won't rest until we find these two um, because it's an absolute travesty that they still roam free to sort of hurt gay black guys. You know, Uh,
1: I am going to join the fight to find these two white racist MAGA hat wearing homophobes in Chicago with the exact same amount of passion and care that I am searching for OJ's real OJ's Nicole. Nicole Brown, whatever <laughs> you know. Nicole's wife's killer, or OJ's Nicole, wife's killer,
2: OJ's wife's killer, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole's wife, OJ's,
1: Nicole killer. Brown Simpson. Um,
2: there it is. Nicole Brown symptoms and and uh, Daniel, he's a Jew. Why don't I know his name? Pearl Pearlman, Pearl Daniel Pearl, Daniel the waiter. The
1: I call him the waiter,
2: the waiter, the Jew waiter, the Jew waiter. Guys, now that this whole Mueller thing's wrapped up. This show is all going to be about finding who killed, who beat up Jussie and who killed Nicole and Danny, the Jew waiter.
1: But not to, so, w- but not to worry. He is still the gay Tupac.
2: He is still the gay Tupac. Well, he is the Tupac. He's beating charges. I mean, listen, the, the, uh, so yeah. So they dropped all the charges, uh, uh, the mayor, Rahm Emanuel, who also was a former, who a former chief of staff of
1: I Obama, think, right? I is believe. I staff? believe he was chief of staff.
2: Yeah, so he's the mayor, and uh, he's outraged. Um, some nice, uh, some nice choice Democrat on Democrat action there. Uh, uh, he's angry. The uh, uh, chief of police, um, whose name uh, escapes me. Um,
1: and you didn't put it, what you put in the notes is not his real name.
2: No, that's not his name. No, that's a, that's a nickname of the game. Uh, he is, uh, they're mad. They're very angry. They said that it costs, what, $140,000 to do this investigation. Um, you know, I mean, they were, at one point they thought there were people that were committing hate crimes. And so they, they, you know, spent quite a while until they figured out that, uh, yeah, it was two guys from Nigeria. Actually, I think they're American born. They're American born, but they're from Nigerian descent or whatever. But that and it was people that knew him and they immediately started saying it was a hoax. And again, the prosecutor's office still believes he's guilty of this. They dropped the charges because he let them keep the bond. Now, guys, I don't know if you've ever experienced any troubles in the criminal justice system, but imagine being told that you're facing 16 counts but they'll just drop them if they let if you let them keep the bond.
1: That is worth ten thousand dollars all day.
2: Yeah, for a lot of different for a lot of lesser charges. Now I will say this: I always thought it was a bit excessive that they're hitting with sixteen charges. They acted like they were going to try to throw the book at them. Um, there's a no, there's a whole, you know, at least in libertarian circles. Surprise, surprise! There's a debate about uh, whether or not it's actually a crime when there's not a victim and all these other things but now we're talking about you know basically political favors and and celebrity getting you out of prosecution so I mean it, it's there's a power dynamic there as well but um, I, I so I don't I, I don't know if that's true the rumor you heard about that she just called and and got her to drop it but I do know that she um, and she admitted to it, uh, something Tran or Tram or something. She uh, uh, did get the prosecutor in touch with one of Jussie Jussie Smollett's relatives, and they stayed in touch during the whole thing, which is very odd that a prosecutor would... Anyway, so, so so Kim Fox then recused herself, but she didn't fully recuse herself because she appointed the person to replace her as the prosecutor, which is not a recusal. Recusal is where you walk away from it, and someone else is in charge of uh, appointing your replacement. You don't name your successor. That's not a recusal. That's just you bowing out. Um, so the whole thing stinks to high hell. Donald Trump uh, went on Twitter and said he's invest. He's sending the FBI and the Department of Justice, possibly Mueller, possibly, possibly Bob Mueller, Mueller. is. Uh, possibly Bob Mueller is uh, is heading to. Uh, To Chicago to investigate um, collusion, if you will, with the uh, Chicago prosecutor's office um, and see if uh, if any kind of uh, not just ethics, but crimes were were committed there. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. uh, Chris Rock uh, at the um, end. I think it was the NAACP Awards. At some award show uh, Mm -hmm. for uh, members of the African-American community and entertainment, Uh, Chris Rock was the host. And he trashed Jesse. Oh, really? Yeah, he trashed him. He was like, "That you, you didn't deserve that. Ooh, you, you get an E now. You're just Jesse." Like he was, he was going off on him. Uh, Anthony Anderson, though, was rooting for him to win uh, in his in his uh, field.
2: Now, why did why did uh, Chris Rock get upset?
1: Uh, I think I think Chris Rock knows that the entire thing was crap, and wow. that uh, I think that he believes that Jussie beat himself up and that he right. staged the entire thing. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I I honestly I don't know Chris. I didn't actually see it. I saw like a clip of it afterwards of Chris right. Rock going. Chris Rock being very Chris Rockian, you know, walking back and forth on the stage as fast as he can. <laughs>
2: Pacing himself, yeah.
1: yeah. Jesse, that you? You didn't earn that. You, you get an E now. And
2: that's actually a pretty good Chris Rock. I've watched almost lot- as good as almost as good as Steve Carell's in The Office. Almost <laughs> as good as as that one. This this is second to that to that impersonation. I
1: appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I've watched a lot of Chris Rock in my life. um <laughs> I was just watching him in the movie Dogma yesterday, which I had not seen in many a year.
2: He is in dogma, isn't he? Yeah, and
1: he's Rufus the Apostle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so maybe he was upset because he, here's another. So the Chicago police, who just you know, uh, you know, decided that you know that they were you know they they investigated themselves and found themselves not to be guilty of murdering Laquan McDonald. Um, you know, they have a long history of of really bad. Uh, interactions with the, the people that they're supposed to be protecting even though the Supreme Court said in 05 that the police have no duty to protect us their only duty is to enforce the law uh, which anyone who's ever dealt with police could tell you um, but you know so I mean that's how most people most people get the book thrown at them by the Chicago law enforcement apparatus and Jussie Smollett gets you know basically 10 grand taken from them and everyone told how cool of a guy he is. Um so I, I can I, I I assume that that's why why Chris is upset. Um
1: even Saturday he, Saturday Night Live attacked him.
2: Who, Jesse? Yeah. It's easy. I mean, listen, everyone made fun of him during the thing. Like it's easy fodder, and I remember when, when the charges got dropped and everyone's like, haha, now what do you have to say? It was like Well no thing we th- had to say before, like they just they said he still did it. Like they, no one no one no one except him said that this exonerates him. They just said we're not going to prosecute him for whatever reason. Right. Which is, Okay, but he still did it. Right.
1: So. Yeah, I mean SNL S&O made fun of him this past week. He showed back like in the skit, he showed back up to um to Empire. Th- thank you. Uh, I was like, you know, that show he's on. He showed up That's to show. he showed up to a meeting with the Empire producers and he's going you got. He showed up two hours late, and he's like, you guys would not believe what happened to me on the way here. And they're like, oh, no, not again. Not again. He's like, look, I've got this bag full of clues. And he pulls out a, um, look, crest white strips. What do you think that means? I don't know, because they're white. Oh, you think this is racial? And then he called himself, the, he was like, I'm like the gay Lee Daniels. And then uh, Keenan was playing Lee Daniels. He goes, no, I am actually the gay Lee Daniels. And
2: that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Who played Terrence Howard? He wasn't there. (laughs) The best character on there. I don't even watch the show. I just like Terrence Howard.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless you're Robert Downey Jr., you probably like Terrence Howard.
2: Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. I don't know that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, he and Terrence Howard didn't get along, which is why Terrence Howard is no longer in the Marvel.
2: Uh, okay. Yeah. Fun fact there are two movies in which Ludacris beats up Terrence Howard. One of them is Hustle and Flow, and the other one, name escapes me at the moment. But it's uh, something uh, Traffic or Traffic Jam. Traffic. Something about traffic. It's traffic. Traffic? Yes. Wait. Two movies.
1: No, it can't be traffic. I don't think Terrence Howard is in traffic.
2: Crash. 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 Google, after this show, everyone, don't do it now. Don't do not do that. Later, Google Terrence Howard ludicrous movie. Two of them will come up. One is Hustle and Flow, and the other is... Crash. Crash. Best, crash, I think it's Crash.
1: Yeah, it's Crash. Best Picture winner. Yep.
2: Was it? Yes. That, see? It's, uh, and, and Hustle and Flow got rave reviews, too. Turns out, if you make a movie with Ludacris beating up Terrence Howard instant classic. <laughs> I, I'm soon going to be releasing a movie called Terrence Howard gets beaten up by Ludacris, and it will just be it, like Ludacris, no pretext at all, just Ludacris beating up Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard.
1: Yeah, number one movie of all time.
2: Uh of <laughs> for your consideration, Terrence Howard gets beaten the crap out of him by, by Ludacris.
1: I have a strong feeling that Terrence Howard is not going to sign on for that film. Uh <laughs>
2: I can, I mean, I can try my best. Why are you beating me up, man? And that's, uh, that's my, that's a terrible Terrence Howard impersonation. Probably won't we'll get the Oscar, but you know, we'll probably make some money on it. So that's what happened last week. That is what pretty ha- much right. That, that we missed. Well, I'm sure there were some lesser items that we won't bother going into, but those are the two big ones. Donald Trump, not guilty of collusion. Jesse Smollett. Not going to be found guilty of 16 counts of faking being beaten up by a racist.
1: Right. Not, not being, I guess, just having the charges dropped.
2: Right. Right. He beat, he beat the case. He beat the case, or he had the case. He didn't even beat the case.
1: They didn't have a trial, so he didn't beat the
2: case. Him. Right. So he did, he's not the gay Tupac. He's like the gay... <laughs> I don't know who had, who had charges dropped on them. I don't know.
1: He's like the black gay Trump. Um...
2: <laughs> black gay Trump. They found no prosecutor. They didn't use traditional prosecutorial judgment as to whether or not he was guilty of anything. Right. <sighs>
1: um, so
2: that's what happened last week. That is what happened what last happened week. week.
1: So. Do you want to do the uh, Trump thing or the or the big thing?
2: What's the Trump? What? what oh, with the yeah, let's do the Trump thing because okay. that's the.
1: Um, so Donald Trump came out this week, and uh, he has threatened to shut down the border with Mexico. Just clamp it down like one of those bars that has the garage doors much like grassroots cava house in downtown st petersburg at closing time when they just shutter those doors he's going to do that to mexico and he says that security is more important than trade ben franklin was unavailable for comment all right
2: uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh Quite a way we've gone, uh, come America. I mean, Ooh, Sean <laughs> Sean Whitehead
1: said, "Gay Shug Knight."
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, Dan. I, I guess so. Yeah, he he got he got away Jussie. with
1: a lot of murder before he went to jail. So I'm I'm good with that.
2: Yeah, that's I, as good as any other one I could come up with. You know, I could see Jesse Smollett holding vanilla ice by his feet from a balcony uh and demanding <laughs> that he be in a music video
1: i can see that i don't think jesse smaller
2: hold vanilla ice he just hold them <laughs> and when they go why are you doing that and he goes did you see that he was trying to bleach me with his maga hat on bastard um so
1: so Trump, wall, or not wall, so shutting Trump, down the border. Sorry.
2: Trump's going to shut down the border. So this is a country that was founded on shooting lots of cops and then sending the rest of them back home to Britain where they belong over a 5% tax on tea. And, and a few other things that were basically just like, don't tell us what to do, we'll kill you. Right. That's what the country was founded on. And there were several rebellions against the government, against the US government, the whiskey tax rebellion and others, that were based on like, no the hell you won't tell me to do. And it was like my like what we would consider to be minor stuff, like a five percent tax on whiskey, like rezoning, like I mean, just real minor stuff like, no, leave us alone or we'll kill you. That's where we started. That's and that's that's what that's what the greatest country on earth started as, was leave us alone or we'll kill you. Now, we we now have choice between a president who wants to shut down the border with Mexico because a lot of people want to come here is, is essentially why, and a president who, you know, wants to tax us and force us all to use the same government healthcare system and, you know, have us be in trouble if we don't use someone's preferred gender pronoun? Like th- these are our choices now, um,
1: you know. And so, over the last week, I've had some free time, um, <laughs> as I do. Uh, and I uh, th- this past week, I dedicated myself to watching a lot of podcasts or listening to a lot of podcasts, depending on you know which uh, which whichever app I was using at that time, um, right. which we are available on all of them, by the way, yeah. um, every, single one of them. Yeah. every single one of them, uh, if there's an app, we're on it. Um, yeah. but, uh, so I was watching a bunch, I was watching a bunch of podcasts and I was watching an episode of our good friend, Andrew Heaton, uh, something's <laughs> off with Andrew Heaton. And I don't remember the name of the two guys that he had on, but it, they were saying something very similar to what you just said. And, uh, They said, you have a bunch of people who are upset if we don't use the correct pronouns, or you've got a bunch of people who are upset if you say that the Trump's an evil orange guy, or whatever. And They said, this reminds me so much, and this is going to be a throwback, and I'm going to say maybe 20% of our viewers will remember this happening. Uh, They said, this reminds us so much of Summer of the Shark. I remember summer of the shark. Summer of the shark was one year there was no news. So all the news reported on were was this increase in shark attacks even though Oh yeah 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 even though the number really hadn't changed at all. They were just like well we need something to report. And they said that was the last major news story before September 11th.
2: Yeah, 2001 was all about Chandra, Sha, uh, Sha, Chandra Levy,
1: Sandra, yeah, Sandra Levy,
2: uh, Chandra Levy, Chandra Levy, however you say that. Yeah. How could one uh, Chandra be
1: so Levy? Oh wow! Yeah, we were listening to this song literally, we were
2: just listening to that. Wow! Yeah, small world. And so uh, yeah, t- summer of two thousand one was literally Chandra Levy. Or Sandra Levy, however you say that, and shark attacks, and it was like if you go on the beach, you can't go in the water because the sharks will kill you. Right. And if you can't go in the, the park because Sandra Levy's killer will kill you. And and it was probably that. And it turned it's funny because it was it turned out to not be the congressman who was cheating, who was having an affair with
1: her. Right. I would have I would I would have bet all the money in the world it was him.
2: I was certain it was him. And not only was it not him, it was a completely random thing. She was just in the park. But yeah, that was like, yeah, there was nothing going on. And Al-Qaeda said, hey, slow news week, huh? And so and then that's what happened. But yeah, it's it, it really is. It's just people being like everyone's offended and not only is everyone offended, they want people to go and be put in cages and fined and have their lives ruined because I'm offended. I think we, I'll say me, cause you're a child. You don't remember any of this, but I i think was the, I think my generation, I'm technically a blasted damnable millennial, but I'm like that first, like I'm technically a millennial, I was born in 82. So I'm technically a millennial, but I don't have the millennial experience. And, and part of the millennial experience is I was the last generation that was taught stuff like sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you. And like if someone says something insulting to you, say something insulting back or ignore it because they're jealous because they're not Jewish. That's what I was told. But you you know, this whole thing of like I'm offended you've assaulted me you need to go to jail or I don't agree with you so you know you need to be punished for that or you know you know the man didn't stand during our song at, at you know he kneeled during the anthem he must be fired like people are just getting outraged about the dumbest things that have no like none of it matters like it has nothing to do with you mind your own business type of thing but so, and, and so, yeah, so don't do that.
1: Right. Um, now, speaking of the millennials, many of them very upset about this uh, border shutdown, potential border shutdown.
2: Oh, it'll ruin us. It'll ruin, it'll ruin, it. ruin it. Here's it, where I am a millennial. You tell them about it. Cause here's where I am a millennial.
1: With this border shutdown, It is a strong possibility that the U.S. will no longer have avocados in a month. No more avocados. Now, a fun stat that I learned today. How many hours do you think, like, let's say America loses all of its electricity. How many hours until we're in, like, a Mad Max situation?
2: 0.5
1: Slightly more than that, but like over the span of all human history, not that many. Uh yeah. 72 hours. Now, I am willing to bet you, you tell everybody that there are no more avocados. 64 tops.
2: tops. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well within 72 hours for avocados. Electricity, 10 seconds. And especially if they know what it, it's one thing. Okay, the power's out. Oh, power's out. We'll get it back in a few hours. Power's out and never coming back or not coming back for a very long time. Minutes. And minutes. The very second people realize it's not a Transformer thing, that, like, their cell phone's not working, and their landline's not working, and the TV's not working, and they get in the car and drive around, and everything's off, and they keep going, and the stuff keeps being off. Mad Max. Mad Max within 24 hours. Everyone's dead. Yep. Mad Max.
1: 72, like 70, like the actual study is 72 hours. It's based on like uh different uh hazard areas, like New Orleans after Katrina, stuff like that. And where, right. where the actual tipping point was, where people were like, all right, we're on our own, we're fending for ourselves, we're, we're not waiting for the government, and that's when everything goes kind of crazy. Um, but
2: avocados, avocados less, same thing. Same yes. amount, less less time. Listen, I I there are two things. Okay, listen, I'm 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 just a simple Jew with MS. I'm not a violent man. Okay, I'm on a couch right now because I blew my back out bending over to pick up aluminum foil. Okay, I'm I'm not a warrior. I don't pretend to be one. I talk about shooting cops a lot. I I'm not the guy. I'm I'm on a couch. I have a pillow behind me because the couch itself isn't comfortable enough. I needed a pillow. Okay, this is who I am. Let me tell you something. There are two things. Two things, two objects, not people, because there are some people that matter a lot to me too. Two things salmon and avocado. And strawberries. I like strawberries, but I can, you know, if someone said there's no more strawberries, I'll be like, are there blueberries? Salmon, avocado. Take these things from me. Tell me I can't have these. Thank God, salmon comes from Alaska. Okay. Because take these two things from me, and I may it may not be effective violence. I may just be shooting my gun from the couch, but I'll be shooting my gun from the couch.
1: And right.
2: God have mercy on anyone who's anywhere near my couch.
1: Eric Daimwood wants to know if you like avocados because they are green. I am certain I understand why he said that.
2: Because they're oh yeah yeah. They're even sweeter when you find them on the ground and pick them up.
1: Yep. Um, uh, you should have come by last week. I had an avocado go bad in my fridge. Um,
2: you had an avocado go bad?
1: Yeah, I forgot it was there.
2: Oh, how do you forget an avocado?
1: Because it, I get it went behind. It, I'm not going to
2: discuss I, my
1: fridge organizational lack of skill.
2: I get dozens. I don't even have to put them in the fridge. I get dozens. My my wife does the shopping. She goes to Aldi and gets another shout out to Aldi. Um, and gets dozens of avocados, and I eat them as fast. I eat them. I start eating them overripe. Okay, you want it to? This is now an avocado episode. you take an avocado, you slice it up overripe, you put it in the oven. Little bit of olive oil, it tastes like a potato wedge. So, yeah, much better for you too. Full of omega threes or nines or whatever. It's, it's, it's got a good omega in it. Good omegas, you get those. Uh, salmon. There is no bad way to prepare salmon. If there is, I haven't discovered it.
1: Right. No, that's accurate.
2: I'm going to have salmon after this show. I had it before this show. So, I think my point here is if there's nothing else you get from this episode, which is a very strong possibility, if there's nothing else you get from this episode, understand that if we lose access to avocados or salmon, there's going to be a lot of violence happening in my general area. So if you live in the Grand Strand area, just, you know, keep your head on a swivel if that happens, because I'm going to be indiscriminate with my violence.
0: so.
1: Speaking of somebody being indiscriminate.
2: Oh god, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: That's how yeah. you segue.
2: That is a segue. That is a segue.
1: Presidential hopeful. <laughs> Former Vice President Mr. Joe Joe Joe. Joe Biden <laughs> has been accused by accused. multiple women, two, two women as of now, uh, of making them feel uncomfortable. One of these women being Lucy Flores, a Nevada politician. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I assume there will be two gift baskets of salmon and avocados. Um,
2: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that'd be great. I hope so. That would be great.
1: Um, Joe Biden has been accused of... Uh, by 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 Lucy Flores uh, of making her feel uncomfortable said that while they were at an event in Nevada, he came up from behind,
2: as he does,
1: as he does, as he as he definitely does.
2: Massa- as he does often
1: massaged her shoulders,
2: as he does, as
1: he does, smelled her hair, as he does, and kissed her on the back of the head. Now. The only thing that I'm like, well, it could be worse, is the fact that Lucy Flores is probably in her 30s, as opposed to most of the women it appears that Joe Biden does this too. Sorry, girls would be a much more appropriate term.
2: Listen, so, and you, and you segued it well, he doesn't discriminate. He has been accused of doing something that we have multiple videos of him doing. In the weirdest of situations. Yep. Like, what was it? Ash Carter, the guy that was the uh, Obama's nominee for the defense secretary, he's giving, like, a speech, and <laughs> and his wife is next to him. And Joe Biden, here comes Joe Biden to smell her hair and, you know, whisper into her ear, what shampoo is this? Like, whatever he's saying. Th- he's got his arms around her. And then there's other video... There's of him doing it with like little kids and stuff. There was one, it was, it was a
1: judge that was getting sworn in. Yeah. And his daughter was there and Joe was like, no, you stand here. And like put his hands on her shoulders and you could just see the uncomfort in this girl as she's sitting there going, why is this
2: 70 year old man forcing me to. Croaking me. Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, we don't have any, you know, of him like cupping someone's you know, nipple or something like that. Yeah. But there's no
1: Al Franken moment, but
2: no, there's none of that. But, but like, this is what he's doing in front of cameras. You have to think it gets worse off camera. And it does. You have to.
1: It does. And we're going to get into that later. It's going to be so great. Because I have been reading so much today. Um, But yeah, so like, this is, Obviously, very worrying stuff. Like <laughs> how anybody's not worried about this blows my mind. And again, <laughs> the leftist, the 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 left mainstream media, the same people are saying that this is not the end, just the beginning. Uh, in regards right. to the Mueller report, are sort of giving this a bit of a pass. They're like kind of letting it go. Like uh, Mika Brzezinski, uh, she came out. And uh, on Morning Morning Joe with Joe. Scarborough. Oh, Morning Joe! Yeah, 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 I
2: knew I knew that name. Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, on Morning Joe with Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, she came out and she said, "Man, I left some typos in this one. Uh, that women need to be heard, but not all women should be believed." To which Joe said, "Yes, that's why we have due process."
2: Which didn't matter in October. <laughs> Where was that? Where was this sentiment recently when old gang rape, justice gang rape himself right. was being used of, and we're not Kavanaugh fans. Like th- that was such a botched opportunity to stop a, a justice who is ultimately going to do what Merrick Garland would have done. Uh, it, I, you know, I mean, he's not a fan of, of gun rights for the sake of gun rights. He's not a fan of due pro of of not due process of of rights to you know he's not a fan of the Fourth Amendment at all uh, or or you know the right to be secure in one's possessions. Um He's a statist you know police apologist and uh, and it shows in his in his in his uh, decisions. We're not fans of of uh, of Kavanaugh. That whole circus of you know. I think there was one possibly credible allegation and then followed by a bunch of garbage about gang rape parties and all this nonsense with not even an attempt to prove it or or corroborate it. And everyone was like, we have to believe women. We have to believe victims. Now here is someone who is demonstrated to be really weird and touchy. We've been calling him uncle touchy for as long as I've been on this show. And this has been a a long running joke, at least in in conservative and libertarian circles, about Joe Biden being a gropey, uncomfortable, creepy old man who you know gets little girls and hey, hey, Isaac, what's a big deal for you, huh? Like, I mean this is like this is not this is nothing new. This is not a new allegation. This is not like the shock of Hearing that uh, the Virginia uh, lieutenant governor,
1: his name escaped me. Justin What's Fa- that? Justin Fairfax.
2: Fairfax. I knew it was a city in Virginia. Um, that you know he he was accused of of, uh, of raping uh, a, a lady at the two thousand four Democratic convention. That was a shock. This is not a shock. Nothing, we have video. of
1: it. Right. Nothing about this one we is have surprising.
2: Video. Absolutely this is, nothing this about is it. what we were all waiting for, you know. Like, this is oh, you're gonna run for president? Hey, now you're gonna have to answer for being Uncle Touchy for 20 right. years.
1: I was like, man, he's running for president. I give it, and I like, I wish that we had done a bet on how long it took before the first accusation because I think I would have hit the under. I, I, I think I would have given it three weeks to a month before the oh, first. Oh, I would have act-
2: given it days. Yeah, I would have given it days. Yeah, I would have definitely hit the under because I or I would have gone under the under. Um. Well, that is hitting the under. Yeah, I would have hit end. the under because I would have thought a matter of days, and it's it. This is. I mean, he hasn't even announced he's running yet, right? No, he has. Oh, he has.
1: Yeah, it was immediate. It was literally like a month after he announced he was running that. Oh, okay. The, that that allegation started dropping. Um.
2: Again, allegations of like what we know he's done. Right. Like we talk about him smelling women's hair. Who smells someone's hair like, a, like a stranger? Unless it's just a weird. Unless a weird you're on thing.
1: impractical jokers, nobody.
2: Right. This yes, this is very much like a punked moment. Like you right. know, the vice president comes up and sniffs your head. Um. The, so, and, and I've seen so many apologists in the last few days who suddenly don't care about believing women, and people who've said stuff mm-hmm. like. Well, I'm very – I like to hug too. And it's like, okay, I like to I, – I was, I was raised in the South. I don't sound like it, but I'm a Southerner. I sound like this because my parents are from up north, but I'm a Southerner. We hug. I'm a big hugger. I, I realize when I go up to Canada and up north that, like, people aren't ready for my huggery because I hug a lot. I don't hug women from behind unprompted and, and grab them and, and sniff their heads – and, and, like, whisper into their ear. That's not hugging. No. That's not a good touch. That's a bad touch. That,
1: that is a touch that, like, you, you know you're doing it wrong <laughs> <laughs> if when you touch somebody, their entire body tenses up, which you can see in all of these videos.
0: They're all
2: just... No, there's one, there's one picture of him doing it with this uh, biker chick. And she's loving it. Right. There's one bit him at a bar, you know, uh, glad handing with the constituents. And he's he's, you know, all up in in this woman's uh, uh, hair and she's loving it. Now, the two guys that are with her are noticeably uncomfortable. One of them, probably her husband. Right. And because and, he'll do that in front of your husband. he you don't give a damn. He's Joe Biden. He's, Joe, he's got Secret Service there. He what is you gonna Joe
1: mother, and Biden.
2: Exactly. He's come for your women. And he doesn't give a damn about you or anyone else. And uh, I'll tell you, like, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think he's a rapist, but he's really, really, really touchy and creepy. And I'll tell you this, if I, if I, if a rape allegation comes up, then I'd have to say that I'd find that more credible than anything about Kavanaugh. Easily. Easily. Easily.
1: Because we have video proof of You're proof of him doing right. this now, on the View, which I don't watch often, or ever.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah I was, when do you watch the View, Matt? For for many
1: reasons, uh, right? I don't have cable. T- I don't have TV. Right. I'm one of I'm one of those hipsters. I listen to vinyl, um, so I don't have TV. Uh, you know, I don't wake up whenever the. I don't even know when the View is on. So I'm assuming I don't wake up by the time it's on. Um, and uh, yeah, like Megan McCain just isn't, she doesn't really do it for me. So I'm not like tuning in. Now, members of The View said he is just an, inf- an affectionate person and we shouldn't get rid of affectionate people.
2: Dear Lord.
1: Yeah, uh, everybody is an affectionate person up until they're way too affectionate. And Joe Biden crossed that line a long time ago. Guys,
2: we are not feminists on this show. You don't grab a woman and sniffer, especially not like a kid, like teenagers and stuff like that. Like we are, we're gonna think a lot of things that are okay that many other people won't think are okay.
1: This is not okay. This is not. Yeah, this is not things. Not okay. This is not things you do. Uh,
2: This is a bad touch.
1: Somebody, somebody else on the view said. He's a hands-on kind of guy, which is weird because during his vice presidency, he was definitely hands-off. And then Abby Huntsman, I don't know what this woman looks like. I don't know who she is, but she said this quote, I've had concerns about the me too movement from the beginning (laughs) about getting to this place where you can't have normal interactions with each other.
2: Oh, my God. To this which... Is, this is the the line.
1: This is... Okay, so Joe Biden was your line? Like, anybody else? You're like, no, that's fine. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. Joe Biden, whoa. He's just hands-on and touchy with not... But he doesn't discriminate. He does not discriminate with who he is. That's hands-on true. and touchy.
2: No. If you're a woman, you are in danger.
1: Right. If Joe <laughs> Biden is... If Joe Biden is within... I don't know, 200 yards of you, there is a chance that he is sneaking up behind you at that very moment to smell your hair and whisper yep. in your ear while massaging your shoulders. So be prepared and carry Biden mace.
2: Now, yeah, Anyone within sniffing distance of Joe Biden is at risk of hearing some sweet nothings in their ear.
1: Now, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I learned today, well, researching me some creepy uncle Joe Biden stuff is that the secret service has what they call the Biden rule. And the Biden rule is that when at his home in Delaware or at the vice president's residence, um, he enjoys swimming in the pool Naked. And that made some of the female Secret Service agents a little uncomfortable because he would then continue to walk around afterwards and talk to them. Uh, so they have a code name. And when they said the Cobra is loose, that meant Joe Biden was going skinny dipping. So this isn't this is an actual Secret Service rule. It's called the, the it's the Biden rule. And so that was okay, the Cobra is loose. That meant female Secret Service agents don't go near that area of the house.
2: Stay, unless you want to see unless, Joe. Biden unless unless
1: you want to see Joe Biden. Which in all honesty, um I like I don't picture Joe Biden naked a lot. Like it's been more today than probably ever before in my life. <laughs> your life yeah, ever right. before. But uh like I kind of picture it like See Montgomery Burns naked, like that's
2: just yeah. the, that's
1: the way I kind of envision that being, right? Like, you know excellent. Um, <laughs> you want a massage? Uh, but
0: yeah, I, I
1: that I, like I respect a man in his seventies who likes to swim. Like, good for you, man. But really, naked? Well, he's in
2: amazing shape for his age. Here, here's here's the thing. I don't think anyone would would, would dispute that. I honest so if I had a pool in my house, I'd probably swim naked. I mean, I. Right.
1: yeah, I get it. But I mean, in, in the presence of, in the presence of women who are not your wife,
2: get out of my house. If you have a problem with it, no, it, it's that, 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 that is yes. Yes.
1: But yeah. So like the secret service actually has this rule.
2: Well here let me share I'm st- keep talking I'm going to just share this. Okay. Second one. Go ahead.
1: So the secret service actually has this rule called the Biden rule and and it it was that yeah he's going to walk he's going to do this he's going to walk around naked. There uh he's going to walk around naked. So be prepared uh be ready for it and if you hear the code words uh the cobra is out that means that Joe Biden is naked somewhere in the domicile and if you're a female officer who may be offended by it don't be there. Um
2: this yeah I mean unless you want to see Joe Biden naked
1: right. in which case be there. Um, <laughs> but uh, so this was actually written up in an article uh, God, I wish I re- I wish I wrote this down. but uh, the article's title was uh, Joe Biden got away with it for four years and, right. um, and it was all about his time as vice, as vice president which he was vice president for 8 years but the article came out while he was still vice president um about creepy things that he was doing and how right. he, how he got the uh how he got the wonderful name of uh cobra um, but so as as Joe Biden Continues his his excellent run.
2: Yeah, it's going amazingly so far. Yeah, he's it, really nailing it.
1: He he's killing it. He is absolutely killing it. Um, God, do I have to redo the? I don't know if I have to redo the chats.
2: Oh, looks like I have to redo the chats. Um, yeah, you have to close it out and re reopen it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: man, I'm not a robot.
2: Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, me too. So so the thing with Joe Biden is he's still possibly the favorite to, to get the nomination because most people don't – this was a very interesting lesson I learned from the last election cycle. The reason that Donald Trump got the nomination had very little to do with him promising a wall. It had very little to do with him being a better alternative to the other people running – It was name recognition. People knew that Donald Trump was running. They knew that he was wealthy. They knew that he had a history of running stuff. And so they showed up and voted for it. They didn't know who Ted Cruz was. They weren't really following it. The vast majority of primary voters just didn't, they didn't know or care. They weren't following it. So they showed up, "Eh, Donald Trump, yeah, that sounds good. So they voted for Donald Trump. Uh, And then in the general, more of the same it was hillary versus donald trump people were like i'll go with donald trump like i mean it, it people are for those of us who are for put it this way for someone who's watching a political podcast right now or listening to this uh you know for those of us who are more into politics it's unfathomable to think that someone wouldn't know like that ted cruz killed all those people as the zodiac killer or that you know whatever like that you know uh, you know stuff about Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or whatever. I guarantee you the majority of democratic primary voters have no idea who Kamala Harris is. And they have no idea who who or who Cory Booker is. They right. know who Joe Biden is though. Right. And they remember him as as Obama's vice president who everyone loved. And so barring the unforeseen, I think it's still possible he's going to get it. Um you know, especially with So many people splitting the anti-Biden vote. You've got Kamala Harris, who's going to get a lot of the intersectional "I'm only voting for a woman and/or a person of color" vote. You've got, you know, Bernie Sanders getting the hardcore leftist vote. You've got Cory Sanders not getting anyone's vote. You've got Cory Sanders also not getting anyone's vote.
1: Who is Cory Sanders?
2: Booker, (laughs) Cory Booker. You know, Cory Sanders. (laughs) You've got uh, uh, Corey Sanders as a boxer. Um, you've got uh, Beto, Bet- Beto O'Rourke Beto. getting the I like white guys who pretend to be Mexican and apparently can't ever just stand on the floor like everyone else. He right. has to be standing on a car or on a countertop.
1: Always holding one arm. One arm always up.
2: One, up, one arm always up. Right. Stand- I saw a video where he's on a countertop. And he kneels down so he can be near eye level with the people he's talking to. Get off the damn counter. Right. Just just step on the floor. Like, you're a tall guy. He's like 6'2 or something. Like, you don't need to be standing up on – standing up on stuff is for people with large crowds, which he is not, or shorter people, which he is also not. You've got 30 people there. You've got 500 people there. You can stand at the level with them and just whatever. So he'll get that vote. And – Joe Biden gets the, I don't know who any of these people are, but I'm a Democrat, so I'm going to vote in the primary vote. And that right. might be enough to carry it. it,
1: it I mean, it could be. Um, my question so, a while ago, we were making very early on predictions. Yeah. And uh, one of the predictions I made was that I believe that it was going to be a Biden Tulsi Gabbard ticket. Um, This may have been like, this may have been before you were part of like a member you
2: still think that you still you still think of that
1: could you imagine how creepy that would look like now
2: oh that'd be a great campaign uh uh poster right is tulsi gabbard smiling and giving her, her her college vest while biden is also giving his college vest of you know uh creeping on top of her and sniffing her head there's a photoshop meme to be made shortly after this episode ends yeah um
1: yeah, I like. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, "Man, if my prediction came true, and it is Biden Gabbard, that would look so creepy." Now, like, he's got to pick Cory Booker, or like he can't pick a female. He would not be able to pick a female because then it would just it, it would look bad. He would have to pick like p- potentially uh, Buttigieg, because Buttigieg is gay, um, so he he meets like the minority standard. Uh, so potentially Buttigieg, Cory Booker. Uh,
2: who's also gay.
1: Who's also gay. Uh, he's not
2: going to tell anyone he's gay. But... Right.
1: Yeah, other than that, I can't really think of it. Like, I can't really think of anybody else that is of that level. Because I, I feel as though he's going to try to pull from the field.
2: Well, he he uh, floated that he was going to have, state either he or someone in his campaign floated that they were going to pick Stacey Abrams as his, um, as his VP, which Stacey Abrams, for those who don't know, is the person who just ran, uh, for governor of Georgia it was a very close race that Matt and I called weeks before it was official right. that, uh, that Brian Kemp won that. Um, but, um, he, he, so he said that it was gonna be Stacey Abrams. She came out basically saying, why are you dragging my name into this? You know how do you know? Because she still possibly might be running too. That ought to be fun, um, for president. You know why? Why are you calling my name out to basically unwhite man? You know yourself. Um, so it, it's a very weird dynamic. But I could. I. I still think he's going to get it. I think it's possible that someone else gets it. But the dynamic is, for the same reason I think Donald Trump's going to end up winning winning re-election, I think Biden's going to get the nomination. I think the, I don't want to vote for Joe Biden, in the same way that Hillary got it, because early on, that was, the anti-Hillary vote was split up until it was too late. To an even bigger extent now, you've got like 30 people running against Joe Biden. And he's just Joe Biden. And he has more name recognition than all of them combined. Right, More people know who he is than Everyone, you know, than the rest of the, the field. Other people, right? So. so I, 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 I still think he's going to get. It. I may be dead wrong. I think he's either going to get it or he's going to fail spectacularly, and it's not even going to be close. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a close one for him. I, I think he's. I personally think he's going to. He's going to get it Um, by virtue of the fact that everyone knows who he is.
1: Yeah, if he does get it, it's going to be that and that alone, right? Um. You put your hand over the over the thing, and I didn't know what it was. I was like, did he drop the phone onto his face? Um, oh. <laughs>
2: no.
1: Um, reminds me of a great joke, but I've got other great jokes that we're about to do, so I'm not going to tell that. All right. Um, but um, – so – during all of my research today, during like because I, w- I was doing a ton of it. I was doing that all day long until I had to drive out to Tampa, which if you don't know, Tampa is just awful. Uh, and I had to go out there and then turn around and come back, in which I started doing the notes. But I found a list, a great list of uh, campaign slogans that Joe Biden has reportedly rejected. Uh, so here we have the top 10... Joe Biden rejected campaign slogans or if David Letterman's about to sue us, the top nine plus one Joe Biden rejected campaign slogans.
2: Yeah, I hope that 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 Letterman doesn't have the trademark for top 10. I, I hope that that's not that I,
1: I would hope not. But, you know, I'm covering my bases by calling oh, smart, the, the, smart. the nine plus one. Um, so. Number 10. Forfeiting our civil assets together, you know, because he he started the whole civil asset forfeiture thing. Yeah, he uh, making America his personal pool.
2: Oh, the cobra! The cobra!
1: The cobra! So he can be naked everywhere. Naked <laughs> be Naked everywhere. Number seven. Nio, eight. Eight. Number eight, Hands Across America.
2: <laughs> hey, that's my favorite one. I
1: <laughs> oh, like did one. you read these? Yes. Okay. Uh, number number seven, ask not what your conditioner can do for you, but how your shampoo smells
2: to me. <laughs> uh, this is a great letterman, by the way. Thanks.
1: Number six. I have enough Cobra for everyone.
2: <laughs>
1: number five. I really should have numbered these instead of bullet pointing them. Number five. Massaging out the knots from America's shoulders. From behind. From behind. Number... Four. Number four. I just realized I caught one of them. Uh, number four. Putting your daughters to work. Yeah, that's a little sex trade joke that Joe Biden's oh. going to be involved with with uh, Epstein. Uh, number three. I have Obama on speed dial, which is probably true.
2: That is absolutely true. It is the one non-sexual harassment one of all of these.
1: Well, the, the forfeiting our civil assets together is... Also non-sexual. Oh, but
2: I took that as a double entendre. That where you also know.
1: works. Yeah, also works. <laughs> number two, America's favorite touchy uncle, <laughs> <laughs> and number the number one, Joe Biden rejected campaign slogan: "Never out of touch."
2: That's a good one too. Yeah, I my my favorite one is the one that I said was my favorite hands across um, America Hands across America. I love it. I love it. Make America uncomfortable on stage again. Um, <laughs> that's probably should have been on there. There's your 11th one that, yeah. Um,
1: one of them, one of them that I had, I, I, I will say here, I, I did cut it. Cause I couldn't say it in front of my dad. Um, Joe's going to go to Uranus not because you're easy, but because he is hard.
2: Yeah. I can see why he would reject that campaign slogan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, he uh, he definitely rejected that one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though it's a good call for him to reject every single one of It was of definitely
2: it. a good call. Definitely. I think, you know, he, he knows how optics work. He does. And uh, none of those were, were good for optics, so... Yeah. So yeah, it's, it is fun to, I think Alyssa Milano also defended him today. I didn't read that, but I'm sure it was amazing. But uh, it's funny watching the Believe Women Me Too crowd have to really, like say a lot of stuff they didn't want to say because it's Joe Biden. Now, again, for those who are anti-Joe Biden because he's more of a centrist, because of oh, this is the guy, you know, who, uh, they give him a hard time because he was part of the pe- part of the uh, panel that you know uh, oversaw you know when um, Clarence Thomas was was you know up for uh, uh, his nomination to the Supreme Court and the whole Anita was it Anita Hill or Anita Baker Anita Hill Anita Baker is the singer right uh, Anita Anita Hill thing and everyone's mad at him but I'm not sure why he voted against Clarence Thomas. So I don't know if it was maybe he wasn't nice to Anita Hill or what that was, but that that whole thing. So there's a lot of people who don't like Joe Biden. This will just give them more ammo to ultimately make people not vote for Joe Biden in the general when he's up against Trump, uh, which will be fun to watch. Right. I feel
1: like we've uh, successfully covered Biden.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have... We have done to Joe Biden what
1: Joe Biden,
2: what Joe Biden does to women. We have, we have completely run the entire subject into the ground. That's right. Uh,
1: a couple of things that we did miss uh, from last week that I kind of did want to touch on real quick. Okay. Um, popular vote bills in multiple states where uh, instead, uh, yeah, instead of going with the electoral college, they're instead going to go with the popular vote. Uh, these states that have passed this bill. California, Washington, Colorado, Illinois, Maryland, the District of Columbia, not a state, I know, Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Jersey, and New York. Now, to put this in perspective, the members of Washington, Colorado, Illinois, Maryland, D.C., Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, and New Jersey just gave their entire voting power to California and New York.
2: And not just California and New York, Los Angeles and New and York, New York, York City. City. Like literally, so the, the popular vote, which by the way, there's, there's a whole, uh, many, many experts believe that this whole national popular vote thing unless it's actually passed by a constitutional amendment, it's actually illegal because it amounts to an interstate pact that's outside of the federal government. Um, I don't know all the details about that, but basically the long story short is that you can't have interstate pacts that are outside of the federal government and that that's what that would amount to. Um, so anyway, but so, I mean, it, we'll see how that would be. It's one thing how it's written. It's another thing, how justices would you know decide that, but a national popular vote essentially says we want all national elections to be decided by New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, like Philadelphia, Boston, Dallas, Dallas. And here. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. And like, like that's that's really it. And it would and it would amount to it would change how campaigning was done. You would just have presidents would just hit those main areas. Every once in a while, they'd hit some like rural backwoods just to show how folksy they are. Uh, to but but for the most part, they wouldn't really. There'd be no concern for or even to pretend to be concerned for you know rural people. Certainly not. The suburbs are not going to factor in. No one's going to care about the suburbs. It's gonna be super super urban for the actual vote. And super, super rural occasionally to, you know, show how down to earth they are. Um, Now, as an anarchist, ultimately, they're really just pretending. But this is, it's, it's, and it's all because they didn't like the outcome. So this wouldn't be a major discussion if Hillary Clinton had won the election. No. And Al Gore had won the election. This is literally like, we don't like how the rules work. So we're going to change the rules and this and term limits and all of these different things. They end up working out to an acknowledgement that voters can't be trusted and make terrible choices, which.
1: okay, so that that actually leads perfectly into my next my next thing. Oh, good. They're talking about lowering the voting age to 16. The people that aren't old enough that aren't old enough to drive in many states now. The people that right. aren't old enough to buy a pack of smokes, the people that yep. aren't old enough to die for their country, the people that aren't old enough to drink, the people that can't buy certain guns or maybe all guns. I don't I'm, I've never bought one. I don't know. Depends
2: I, I, on the state. Yeah, Most yeah. states, a 16 year old cannot buy a gun.
1: Right. These are the people that are now responsible enough to make the decision on who is leading the nation. Yep. But they aren't responsible for making the decisions in their own life. And Nancy, Pelosi, right. and Nancy Pelosi says she always supported the voting age being sixteen, which I doubt it. I I don't have any evidence against that. But if you're in a state that you have to be 21 to smoke, and you and you wanted that, where you don't give your people ability to, the ability to uh, own firearms, which the Ninth Circuit just recently shot down, um, and that you. Literally want to take away like every single right that people have. You can't say that you wanted somebody that was 16 to be able to
2: vote. In California, you have to be 18 to consent to sex. And there are like people that have been charged as minors for having sex also with minors. I mean, that's how serious they are about it. But you can vote it. You can't have sex. You can't use your own body. At eighteen at seventeen, but you can vote at seventeen or at sixteen and this is at the same time that these are, these are the same voters who are also voting to uh drive up the age to buy a gun to twenty one and uh and also i think there, there was a state that just passed uh where they raised the age to smoke to twenty one
1: there's There's a couple um, of states that are like that now.
2: So five years before you can smoke a cigarette and in many cases, two years before you can legally have sex, you can be voting.
1: Two years for, before you can be sent off to die in a war.
2: You can vote for who would send you. Which is kind of nice. You know, you, 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 before, you, before they can send you, you get to start picking who it is. I mean, the, the, the whole thing is a force. Like, and again, this is me going into an anti-democracy uh, rant but you're not going to configure things in such a way in which it's gonna turn out well like you you, you can't in fact if anything you're 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 just gonna make it worse if you make them younger now they're going to make even dumber decisions because they don't even have any life experience they don't have any, like you're they're their what is it prefrontal frontal cortex isn't even Developed, which it's developed enough for them to drive. It's we've largely decided it's not large. It's not developed enough for them to make a lot of important choices, unless it's you know who is the person with the centralized ability to project violence on everyone and and you know run the military and 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 all of these things. like it's just it's absurd. But it's it, it's a bunch of people who want something to happen and believe that changing the rules and tipping the scales will cause it to happen. The whole reason they want 16 year olds to vote is because they see 16 year olds protesting for climate change and for guns, gun, gun control. The reason they're doing that is because their teachers are telling them to. And because major media is telling them to. If and whenever that changes, now you're going to have a bunch of 16 year olds voting for walls and, and war and, and, You know, God knows what else. By the way, I was about to go off into a whole rant about the Nineteenth Amendment, but I stopped myself.
1: I appreciate that.
2: Um,
1: (laughs) uh, Man, I worked.
2: Are you you keeping the Letterman he?
1: Uh, You know, I I watched a bunch of Frank Caliendo videos of him doing Letterman earlier, and he was like, "Really, for Letterman, you just got to throw on like some random vowel at the end, a high pitch, and you've got him." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I can do that."
0: Yeah. Hey.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um and then every once in a while you have to be like, I don't get that, Paul. Then, oh, I'm Paul. You're Paul.
2: I yeah. am. I'm not I'm not bald. I should have worn sunglasses. You know, there's so much more I could have done. Yeah. But yeah. I'm here you're, on
1: the couch. Yeah, I I get it. And I mean, you would have wrote It's raining Men if you were. Um
2: He wrote, Paul wrote It's Raining Men? Yeah. He did. Why would that even, is Paul gay?
1: I don't know. I've never asked. I don't think so. Okay. Right, yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right, so um, apparently, as I discovered a couple, Sunday, shortly before apprehending a thief nearly single-handedly. Nearly
2: single-handedly. Nearly
1: single-handedly. Well, you know, I chased him through downtown until the police apprehended him. But, you know. whatever. Um, The the hip-hop world has suffered a great loss. Yeah. uh, Which I was unaware that this was a great loss, and I got some very angry messages about a status that I made, um, but the 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 great Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hustle was murdered, shot down, gunned down in front of his clothing store in L.A.
2: Yeah, and not just his clothing store; he actually owns the whole building.
1: Oh, okay, yeah,
2: yeah, the whole complex.
1: Right. Uh, my my entire knowledge of Nipsey Hussle has now been wasted. So I will. Allow you to take over the rest of
2: yeah. So I actually found out Nipsey Hussle was murdered by reading your status, and I'm like, so I actually like Nipsey Hussle. Like I listen to. I'm the resident person who listens to um, rap music in this on the show, and um, uh, uh, and so I I like. Uh, nipsey hustle he's like one of my probably top 10 favorite newer rappers um because most new rappers are utter garbage and he isn't um so by default he's probably top five just by default of not being garbage um but he's a he's a good rapper uh, if you're into rap music uh then you'll probably like him um but he also has a very interesting story so he is most rappers the the tragic comedy that most rappers experience is that they uh you know they come from nothing they get discovered somehow um they have a bunch of you know managers and hangers on who get all the real money while they get enough money to live a ridiculously lavish lifestyle that they eventually are no longer hot and then they you know lose everything and end up poor because they didn't know how to manage their money. Nipsey Hussle has, he actually has always managed himself. Um, he originally put out a mixtape in 2013 called Crenshaw, and he was originally just gonna put it out for free. And then he came up with the idea after he was reading a book about scarcity and marketing, he, uh, he decided to instead release, uh, only make a uh, thousand copies of them and sell them for a hundred dollars each. And it got all this press that he was doing it and uh jay-z bought a hundred of them and uh rick ross bought some of them and it's it, it it gave him a hundred thousand dollars to start his own you know label and career and he just ran with it and so he um he owns or owned all of his own music um which is very rare in hip-hop like jay-z i think is the only other rapper i've heard of who owns all of his music uh chance um, he, what's that chance what's that? Chance. Chance,
1: Chance the Rapper.
2: Oh, Chance the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he. I guess Chance is – I didn't know Chance did. Yeah, Ch- um, Chance is it,
1: completely independent as well.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's but it's rare. I mean, that most rappers are are not, and and that's where the real power is, isn't? You know, having the streaming rights and the and the download rights and the and the uh, syndication rights and all that stuff. Um, he so he owns all of that. He also has been uh, outside of rap. Uh, he has a bunch of investments. Like we said, he owns the building uh, that his clothing store was in where he was where he was killed. Um, He owned a uh, he in that building, he had a co-working space that he was creating for young entrepreneurs in 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 that part of L.A. Um, He had started a program called uh, Vector 90, which was uh, to uh, support uh, kids that are very bright who are that live in that area. That's very poor area. Connect with. Uh, Silicon Valley jobs, um, uh, and STEM jobs. Um, So he was an entrepreneur, he's very much into ownership and marketing and, and a lot of really libertarian things. Like when we talk about this stuff, he was actually, you know, living those things. Um, He was also rapping about, you know, selling drugs and murdering people. So I mean, you know, and he does have uh, 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 gang ties, or has had gang ties and things like that. So, I mean, it, it's not, if, you know, like... If out I'm of correct,
1: nowhere he was a crip, correct? Or was he a blood? He was a crip.
2: I'm not sure.
1: I'm pretty certain I read he was a crip.
2: That pro- it's one or the other, honestly. I mean, right. it, it's so in it's L.A., so... Yeah, so it's one or the other. He's not a Latin king. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, so he... I mean, it's not out of nowhere that he was killed, but it's sad because he wasn't just a gangster rapper who, I mean, not that anyone should be killed, but he wasn't just doing that. He was actually trying to leverage his talent and his, what he was doing into something bigger. And to see that he gets killed, we don't know why yet, uh, but killed by someone who knew him, who also was in a gang is just really sad. And uh, so the guy was apprehended, the person who killed him, uh, which was not surprising. Uh, L.A. has CCTV everywhere. Everywhere. Um, and, and a lot of the stores do as well, especially after the L.A. riots. Everyone has cameras. There's cameras everywhere. The idea that he was going to get shot outside in broad daylight and we wouldn't know pretty quickly was absurd. Um, so he, um, so his, his killer was uh, – so w- when he was first killed, a lot of people start saying, oh, he was killed by the government because he was about to put out uh, a documentary – about Doctor Sebi and his ridiculous vegan diet that hasn't helped anyone. Um, but, uh, that but that was
1: that, okay. Is that what that is? Like I, I saw that he was getting ready to put out a documentary on uh, Doctor yeah. Sebi, and doctor. that it was the cure for. Not,
2: which he's neither a Sebi nor a doctor. His name was um, Alfredo Bowman. He was not a doctor, and I don't know what, what a Sebi is. I guess he was a Sebi because he came up with it. And Dr. Doctors- Nick
1: Nick Cannon is picking up the torch and carrying on with that documentary.
2: Oh, good. Has it cured Nick of his lupus, Nick? Anyway, so, uh, uh, so Alfredo Bowman, otherwise known as Dr. Sebi, came up... Uh, yeah, I'm going there. I have MS. So, you know, if it cures your lupus, let me know. I'll start eating strawberries, too. Um, I already eat strawberries. Uh, so uh, Alfredo Bowman was of the belief that a uh, disease was caused by mucus, um, and that we should avoid uh, foods that ca- eat cause mucus. Uh, he also was of the belief that black people had a uh, independent, uh, uh, had a, a genetic system that was completely different than all others, and that therefore they could not eat specific foods uh, that I guess white people could. Um, so like they shouldn't eat corn and all of these other things. Um. His diet was contradictory. He said that you can't eat starch. And then he recommended a diet heavy in complex carbohydrates, which are starch. He said that you you have to, this whole thing with you have to get alkaline. You don't want to eat stuff that's acidic. You want to get alkaline, even though your body tightly, tightly regulates your pH balance at 7.4. It doesn't matter what you eat. Um, But he said you got to stay alkaline. Uh, But then he recommended a diet very heavy in citrus fruits and berries, which are incredibly acidic. And uh, diet's garbage. Uh, people hang on to the fact that he was found not guilty in a uh, in a, a Supreme Court of New York case. But what they don't focus on was the fact that they didn't prove that he actually helped anyone because he was claiming that his diet cured AIDS and all of these other things. The reason that he was found not guilty was because the state never demonstrated that he had diagnosed anyone with anything, which is what was required to be guilty of operating uh, a medical practice without a license. He never claimed to diagnose anyone. He would just say, hey, this cures AIDS. And people would come in and go, I have AIDS. And he go, well, eat more berries and stop eating corn or whatever. And you, Oh, and you can't eat meat because meat causes AIDS. But, but what did happen was the state of New York did say, hey, unless you can prove that this cures AIDS, stop saying it cures AIDS. And so he just stopped saying it cures AIDS. Guess why? Because it did it, it, it cure AIDS. And so, so yes, yeah, so that's that's Doctor Sebi in a nutshell. And he died in 2016 because apparently he had eaten some mucus. Uh, I, guess.
1: I I was really gonna. I was really hoping you were gonna say from AIDS. Like I. <laughs> well, that
2: would be poetic justice. I, no, we don't know why he died. Uh, I mean, yeah, was, I don't
1: want people to die from AIDS. But I mean, he I was, was just t-
2: stuck t- some corn in at the last minute. Right. idiocy. And if you, and and God forbid you tell anyone this, they go, oh, well, you know, anyway, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it is a a stupid thing. It is a, it is, hey, listen, if you want, now, meanwhile, uh, you can lose weight on his diet. Like it's, it's not a bad diet in and of itself, but it's contradictory from his claims and it doesn't cure disease. If you have AIDS, you should be taking antiretrovirals. If you have leukemia, you should be doing some combination of chemotherapy and radiation so that you don't die of leukemia. I have MS. I take a treatment. I also do a diet that helps with it, but it doesn't cure it. It doesn't cure it, and and it doesn't claim to cure it.
1: For anybody that didn't see the first half of this show, that diet is apparently essentially salmon,
2: salmon, avocados. And avocado.
1: And sometimes strawberries or blueberries or strawberries aren't available.
2: Right. But the, the key the, – the, 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 the berries are, are more of just uh, – because I like them. The, the key parts of this life-saving diet that I will be doing a documentary on if the white man doesn't kill me first is the key parts are salmon and avocado. And Trump is threatening the avocado. So we'll – We'll he's, see how that turns he's out. He's not
1: building a wall around Alaska, so you're going to be fine on the salmon.
2: I will be good on the salmon, and you know, I'll we'll have to find another nice, uh, fatty fruit to eat instead of avocado. But yeah, so did it's so. Did
1: you say who it was that was arrested?
2: No, not yet. That's what I was about to say. So it turns out, guys, right under our noses all this time was a murderer. Uh, the uh, 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 he was so the L.A. police. Uh, LAPD apprehended, uh, Eric Holder. There's a, there's a name you haven't heard in a few years. Eric Holder.
1: He got the gun from
2: fast and furious. Thank you. (laughs) You know, we already knew he was running guns. This is Obama's attorney general, uh, former attorney general under former president Obama. Um, we already knew that he was smuggling weapons to the, uh, Mexican uh, cartels maybe Nipsey Hussle was about to release a documentary about Fast and Furious and Eric went no no not on my watch and so now you think as at one point the top lawman in the country that he would know that you can't kill someone in broad daylight in an area with lots of Security cameras everywhere.
1: You would think, as the top, as the former top lawman in America, you would come up with a better street name than Shitty Cuz.
2: You would think. One would think. Yeah. One would think that, but here we are. So Eric Holder uh, will soon be, I guess, on trial. Uh, I so good luck to Mr. Holder not being murdered in jail uh, because. You just killed one of the most beloved people in LA.
1: Yeah, from so from what I understand, and again, you're gonna know a lot more about this than I do. Um I just realized I have a pillow right here. Just in case nap time ever hits me. Um
2: this is a pillow heavy episode. This we got the pillow, the, 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 the pillow brothers, yeah.
1: From what I understand, from uh one of my friends who is a Nipsey hustle fan, uh which Again, I had never heard of him until I read that headline and giggled profusely uh, at the name Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Um, you know, travesty that he died. But uh, I never want anybody like I don't like it when people get murdered in the streets. Well, murdered in general,
2: but murdered in general, right? Yeah, right. in
1: general. But you know, like I, I was like, man, why, why are you going to give yourself such a silly nickname, a silly uh, stage name? Because. I want to feel bad for you, but every time I read Nipsey Hustle, I giggle. Um, And he also found out from my status (laughs) that Nipsey had passed away. And I saw him shortly after that, and he was asking me, he's like, man, is that real? And I was like, man, I don't... Is what real? And he was like, the status you made. And I said, yes. That is real. Uh, And he said, man, he's one of my favorite rappers. And I said, oh... I had never heard of this man ever before in my like, and that's not really all that surprising. There's probably top ten rappers out there that oh, I there's n- a
2: lot of rappers you've never heard of. Yeah,
1: that. yeah, sure. lots of them. Uh, I got Run DMC, Eminem, Jay Z, yeah, Fitty, Tupac, Biggie, and I'm I'm really running dry. Like I, I'm running uh, Luda, Luda, of course Luda, because yeah, sure. he beat up Terrence Howard. Uh, Andre three thousand, if he counts. Um, yeah, okay, I'm not sure. Like Outcast, I don't know. Like I know, hey, yeah, uh, because <laughs> I'm
2: white. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to <gonna> say <laughs> if that that's, that would not be an example of rap Right. That's uh, why I was but, like,
1: uh, I don't know if this counts. Um, yeah. But so like, and he was like, yeah, he's one of my favorite, and I and I was like, oh man, I'm really sorry to hear that. And then all night long, he just kept looking over at me, and he would smile creepily, very Joe Bideny. And here we go. Nipsey Hussle. Awesome. And I would just bust out laughing. And he uh yeah. That's
2: and his my... real name is like Al Al Shabam El, El Shabanamon or something like his I, name is like
1: His real his real name is I mean
2: it is a cooler name. Where is that even from? Is he like Mesopotamian or something like the name is like. It is,
1: Ashgadom. His last name is Asgadom.
2: Asgadom, and his first name isn't any less odd. Like he's his whole oh, name uh, is
1: er, er, Ir Ir er, 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 mm.
2: It was names I had never experienced before.
1: Yeah, it, it no i don't want uh ermias ermias as Ash-
2: as ermias Ashgadon. of of presumably babylonian i like i don't even know what
1: that
2: uh, yeah I... when i looked up like Ash-Gidon's surname to see its roots it was just articles about Nipsey hustle so i yeah. think that name is also made up um i i, I don't know but it, so i mean he's 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 never not had Interesting names. Yeah. Um, so you got he's personally. Got a I would have
1: gone with Gadam instead of Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Just me. Just me. I'm not gonna lie. The angle that you are at right now gives you a, a mixture of. um Oh God, what's that guy's name? He's the guy that was in. He was in Band of Brothers, and he's in Billions, and he was in that show Life. Um. No idea. Not not Paul Giamatti. Um, <laughs> good. Oh, you've got to make sure, like, Damian Lewis and uh, Louis C.K. had a baby.
2: Ew. <laughs> but, I hope Damian Lewis is an incredibly attractive man. Because, he's a
1: good-looking dude.
2: Okay, good, because the, the, the Louis C.K. kind of offsets that. Yeah, he, um, he's a
1: good-looking dude.
2: I've been told I look like Tony Stewart, the racer and murderer, um, and also, uh, also that I, <laughs> and also that I look like um, Just evidence walls oh, work. Oh God! No, not the not the Dale Earnhardt thing. He uh, uh, Tony Stewart dragged a uh, a guy He was in one of those mud racers, and he dragged the guy.
1: Oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, did. Yeah, he I thought, thought he. he... I thought you were making a Dale Earnhardt joke.
2: No, definitely not. That's that's bad. What I did isn't. Um I did. <laughs> and I was I was recently told that I look like Lance Armstrong, which I don't see. I don't see that. Um, I don't see that. But anyway, so that that's what I've been told. Um what what on earth were we just talking about? Eric Holder has been arrested.
1: <laughs> we've we've covered that. We're Okay, good. Yeah.
2: Um uh Asgodom. So, yeah, so- as We don't we don't know what that is. But yeah, he's a he's a uh, he's a uh he was a great rapper and he also was a uh, a great entrepreneur. It's very sad that he uh struck down in the prime of his life.
1: And and now I am as well, and well I don't apologize for my Facebook status because it's still funny. Um I, I I wish I could have gotten into his music before it was cool.
2: Well, it yeah, I mean it still exists. It's funny I went on to listen to one of his songs and it now has like fifty million views, which I guarantee you it didn't before. Um, it didn't have probably five million before that because he wasn't famous by any stretch of the imagination. He was he was definitely a a rapper for people that were into rap, and now he's going to be mainstream. So anyway. So it's sad, but but maybe it'll help his because he owns all the music, so maybe it'll help his charities or whatever. So uh, I, we'll
1: see. He does have a child, so oh good. Yeah, he he was dating an actress and he has a child, so oh, uh, at least he's got that that child. I feel will be well off.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Um. So yeah, that's uh that's all we that's all we got for today. Sorry cool. about so sorry cool. about the hiccup there in the middle for everybody that was watching. Um if you want an unedited or a part where it's not cut in the middle, I'll put one of those together and put it on the old uh, audio and you'll be able to listen to the entire thing. On, on
2: SoundCloud, yeah.
1: Well, on iTunes or Spotify. Uh not on SoundCloud. Um <laughs> I mean, you can listen on SoundCloud, but we don't get paid that way. Um, it's the only way we oh, don't. Yeah. It's the only way we don't get paid.
2: Um, yeah, listen to us on that one, i i i search Spotify
1: or Google Play.
2: Yep, or Google Play
1: or Spreaker or Stitcher. Pretty much anywhere. Just listen to us anywhere. It really doesn't matter. Be patient. <laughs>
2: so, uh, so, um, <laughs> so so um yes it is be patient um, so usually this is when we would talk about our upcoming episodes but I don't have one right now when I do come back when I make my triumphant return whatever that is I will have in no particular well my first guest will be Robin Kerner he will have some very big news about something he's working on I also will have uh, Chloe Valderi to come on to talk about her program, the theory of enchantment. And I will have uh, Lou Sander on to talk about the Midwest peace and Liberty fest, but I have no idea when those will be. I will be on this couch in the meantime. And then on Thursday
1: on Thursday, I have, I'm okay. So first of all, again, going to say this again for anybody who wasn't around for the beginning of the show. I am going to be super loopy. Uh, Tomorrow will be the first time I am injected with drugs. Of course, these are going to be coming from a hospital. uh, And I'm going to be put under. So I'm going to be super loopy tomorrow. Or on Thursday, I am certain. Because I have a feeling that my body's not going to recover like it used to. When I was injecting the drugs myself. um, Because they're all amateurs over there. Uh, But... So uh, I'm going to be super loopy, and my guest is Sarah Andereg, a very dear friend of mine uh, from Hawaii, who is also a podcaster and blogger, and just really an all-around wonderful human being.
2: Nice, yes. Nice. And then uh, on Friday, the ever dependable Jason Lyon will have his show, uh, Mr. America: The Beard of Truth. And then on Monday again, Mr. America: The Beard of Truth with Jason Lyon. And then uh, co- next Tuesday, obviously, come back here to check us out, me and Matt, on the Muddy Waters of Freedom. We will parse through everything that happened this last week, yep. and I will probably still be on the couch, but we'll see.
1: And remember that you can follow us on Facebook.com slash Waters of Freedom on Twitter. You can follow us at muddied underscore waters on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom on YouTube. You can follow us at youtube.com slash muddied waters media. And also guys, if you're, if you're an audio listener, one, God bless you for being an audio listener. We don't use graphics. Like you're missing out on some of our facial features, which, you know, we feel bad for you there. But, uh, if you could rate us and leave, uh, leave reviews because that makes it easier for other people to find us and we need more, we we want more people we don't need, we don't need anything but,
2: I don't need any of this I, I
1: don't need any of this uh, but uh, that allows other people to find us easier and uh, you. Th- that's like you sharing the gift that is Spike and Jason and myself and you you're sharing that with the rest of the world so if you could just uh, go on over to your favorite podcasting app and uh, fill out a little review for us, that would be Fantastic. And you can find this in every other episode on muddiedwatersoffreedom.com.
2: Give the gift of Matt and Spike to your closest loved ones today. Today. So guys, thank you again for joining us. We will see you again next week. And where we're going, we don't need roads.